here we are again. Oh, we're it's finally back. And we said this, you know, in last episode, I think this is the exact same thing that happened. Oh my God, you got to tell your story. Travel with right, the illness. No, you have to. T- <laughs> yeah, oh you have God. to tell your story. <laughs> we had, we had what, in two months, like two to three week breaks because you've been plagued by this. I swear to God, by this norovirus. Oh my so, God. So a- probably the last episode we were talking about when it hit my house, my entire house, it ripped through all three kids and my wife and I um, at the end of February, I think, right? Yeah. yeah, it was. Then I ended up, I lost my voice and had to travel to Vegas for work. I get back. We finally, my, I get my voice back after a while. <laughs> we finally record funny. an episode. Yeah, it's, it's really not, not funny, funny, but it, it kind of. It's Jen, it's ridiculous. So we, so after that, um, we record an episode finally after a few weeks and I was like, great, we're back on track. Here we go back to doing this every week. And then, uh, norovirus strikes again, all three of my children <laughs> that time, Dean, my wife, Dina and I were spared, right. By the grace of God. Um, Fast forward uh, literally a week from then, <laughs> from then, I have another three puking children and Dina was sick and then I was the only one who was spared. However, I ended up getting something I thought was strep throat, I know, but it didn't feel like horrible. swallowing glass. It didn't feel like swallowing glass, but my glands were so swollen. I could feel my lymph nodes in each side of my neck. I thought I had a stiff neck. I was in so much pain. I go to the doctor, negative for strep, right? Both the rapid and the three-day culture. Turns out it was probably mono. Who gets mono at age 40? I mean... How does that even happen? I don't know. You could, And how you did I get, get it? it? And my wife didn't get it. How does because that work? Because the kids can actually carry a strain of it. And then if oh you've my had God, it before these kids in carry the past, fucking everything. I believe if you've oh. had it in the past, you can get it again. I think. I have to oh look God. that up. Because... No, maybe you're thinking um, chicken pox and... No, and I'm not. It, I'm not. I, it's something, something... Let me look it up real quick. But yeah, so finish telling... <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you it was a fucking nightmare. So by that point, we're messaging our doctor. I said, I, I don't, other than calling an exorcist, I don't know what to do. I've got, I've, I'm, I'm going to have a rabbi, an exorcist, a shaman come through the house. We need sage. We need holy water. We need some sort of massive cleanse because the demons are overpowering us. Dina actually bought all of us. Um, I already wear an Italian horn, you know? Yeah, she do. Yep. And every do you good, still have a Italian does? You right? still wear a red bracelet? No, you still I don't wear have a red it. bracelet. I have, I have the bracelet you gave us for the, for your wedding. That's still on. It has not fallen off. Oh wow! Um, the black one, the friendship one. I have yeah. that. It's been on since your wedding. Um, I have another bracelet I wear all the time, and then Dina got us all um, evil eyes, evil eye bracelets as well. That's so great. We are covered head to toe, all of us. And Italian horns and the and the eye, you know, the eye. So I don't know what's going on, but it, it literally was to the point where I, I was I said, I don't is this like the new norm? Because I've unlocked a new level of PTSD every time you I definitely heard a child have. running or a child said mommy or something or a strange sound came from a child. I'm thinking, oh my God, they're exploding. 
It was a nightmare. <laughs> the one I can't even. So, <laughs> so here we are on the other side. Cause three, cause three puking kids at the same time. It's a lot. Right. It's now, too much. And, and for the people who say they don't want children, it's not, you know, they're not either at this point in their life, they don't want them or they know for a fact they never want them. I say, good on you. That's fine. You do you because we know the, the ups, we know the downs. It is your choice. You do what you want to do and don't listen to anybody else. <laughs> Cause I'm going to tell you this when they get sick, man. Oh my God. So here, it's too here's, it's too much. So I looked up the whole thing about mono and yeah. kids can get mono and not mm-hmm. have any symptoms or very mild symptoms like your kid's mm. age and pass it to the parents. Now, if you've had it before, oh, God. if you've had it before, you're more likely to get it again. I was, so I was kind of right. I don't, I don't remember ever having it. I mean, you might've, I, know I don't know. I, I mean, who knows? Ooh, I had it a couple times. I don't remember ever having it. A couple times. Jesus. I got it once at Roxy's. Do you remember? No. (laughs) Roxy's um, was was the only lesbian bar in Buffalo for for all of our formative years. It was so much fun. That's all we had. I I used to love playing darts. Like if I could go back to any time in my life, I think I would like to go back to that time. I know. Even though I didn't know who I was. Even though I was wasting time dating men and going to Roxy's on the side. Well, I wasn't really dating men. I was sleeping with them. Yeah. That was it. No. I think they had, I mean, I was actually thinking about that because just to kind of catch up on my past couple weeks, Mm -hmm. um, I've spent some time away Mm -hmm. with uh, some of my girlfriends. Um, Mm-hmm. And I've, we've talked a lot about our past, you know, and, and new friends and people that I didn't know, you know, that were best friends of somebody else who was there, you know, so it was like a kind of like a, I don't want to say a retreat, that's stupid, but it was just like kind of like a little getaway of best friends, but like we all didn't know each other. Like a, yeah, like a ladies, like a ladies weekend. Right. But bring your best But friend. an opportunity, it's like, um, yeah, like, um, like a meet and greet, like, um. Team yeah, building, it was like you're not really so like team. my so my friend who I was with, her mm-hmm. I guess I would say her I don't even know how to do this. Like this is so stupid. Coworker, like how, colleague. Well it's a coworker, like but a like but they're very close friends. Okay. So they're very close so friends. So a really close work friend, yeah. Well, I think she's more than or a really close friend, friend that she met through work. Work, yep. And so okay. she she was going, Grace was going with her, and she's like, Dad, come. So, but, you know, her friend was bringing her two best friends. So it was kind of like a meeting of the minds in a way. Like it was just, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, you know, you do a lot of talking with these people who don't know you and like reflecting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I don't know if I really, I really, I really did a lot of damage in my twenties. My thirty what? Early I did a lot of stuff that I think like, oh my God, I can't even believe I did that when I look back. Like growing up. Like I used to have like I I, you said dating men. I didn't really date men, I slept Mm -hmm. with them. And yes, I did have few people who were consistent. So I did have like my whatever, my regulars and they were friends Mm -hmm. and 
whatever but like (laughs) but they didn't interact with i didn't bring them around you or anybody else like they were i'm going over to so-and-so's house later or where were you last night well i was here and met blah 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 i don't want to say their names but um but yeah yeah. it wasn't like a full-on relationship like a committed relationship by any means and i only saw one of them at a time so it wasn't like i was seeing both of them at the same time Mm -hmm. those are like my two regulars and then it was like Every other weekend I was with, I really did a lot of things I would tell my son never to do. Oh my God. Like ever. <laughs> like, I can't even believe didn't I did all? this stuff. <laughs> and I'm like telling these girls, and I'm like telling, I'm like, they don't know me, you know, like mm-hmm. nobody knows me. <laughs> <laughs> but as you're reliving I'm like doing these like this years. soul searching, like thinking about how they're talking about their lives. And I'm like, I've told this story so many times. Mm-hmm. But wow. And as you're reliving them, but you're I wonder going, that was fucked. Right. But, and you, so kind of getting to the topic, like about bringing that up, but like what we wanted to discuss was like having a community. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have that. We only had one place to like, so, that, so we, yeah. the norm, the social norm was you dated men. Right. Mm-hmm. There really yeah, wasn't a compensatory an, the, heterosexuality, right? Right. And as far as like a community goes, right? So like it can be a number of things. It can be an emotional support. It can be virtual. It can be anything. We didn't have any of that. We didn't have virtual communities. We didn't have places to go. We didn't have open friends or like-minded friends. And we did, but wasn't like normal. So like we kind of really lived a repressed life. We did. I wonder... And I, I often think like, what would I be now if I didn't repress all of those feelings that I had? Mm-hmm. What if Same. I just, and it goes for straight people too. It goes for queer people. It goes for, you know, I repress so many feelings for so many right. things and so many people, like nothing was, but I think nothing was set, I like nothing for, was for, committed No. until I found a community of support. Which is, which is what I wanted to talk about. Cause I think, you know, with what we see going on in, in the, the world and specifically our own country, right. We were talking about, um, well, the, country the travel a advisories, dumpster it's a dumpster fire. fire and the amount of, you know, the, the almost 500 bills that are, that are up for vote and, and many of which have passed, um, throughout the States that are anti LGBTQ you know, IA in, in, in some way, shape or form, a lot of anti-trans, a lot of anti-drag, a lot of everything, but it's all aimed at our community and it forces you. Which I think so is it, unfair, it, by the way. Of course, it's completely unfair. But it's I think unfair everybody, because it's aimed at everybody. So they, it's they aimed at our whole group. Yes. The entire group. Yes, our whole community. It's and like that's telling, the problem. It's like punishing the whole kindergarten class when one person did something wrong. I feel like. But nobody did anything wrong here. And the problem is that well, that is the, that's the assumption. No. I, so the attack I'm not, is I'm not, really, I'm not assuming somebody did something wrong. I'm not saying they did, but I'm saying it's like punishing. That wasn't, my analogy wasn't really right on. But you know I know what, what you mean. mean. Like you're, this, you're punishing the group based on the actions of one or the fact that you just disagree with, with one, one thing. specific Because you disagree with group. one. Yes. Correct. 
Correct. So there's a couple of things that, you know, have come up um, recently. And I think it's, you know, this, this all out attack. And um, for those who are in the queer community, I'm sure that you've been exposed to at least some of these things that we're talking about um, that are going on across the country. If you are not, if you happen to identify as straight, or if you just are not as um, connected on social media and kind of paying attention to this stuff, I encourage you just Google it. Um, you can find um, very you know reputable sources that list out all of the details of these bills that are what we consider to be anti-LGBTQ plus um, bills or laws, you know, that they're trying to pass. And and again, a lot of them have passed and it's actually quite scary. So there are some um, travel advisories for members of the LGBTQ plus community, like um, not traveling to Florida right now. Key West. Okay, come on. Uh, Key West is very gay, typically, I mean, historically, really? very gay. I know. <laughs> Somebody... <sighs> Somebody just asked me the other day, like, they're like, let's go to Key West. And I was like, yeah, I can't how about go. no? I can't no. even go with, I couldn't even go there with my straight girlfriends. No. And I've already been, you know, I've already been apprehensive. I think um, being queer, we already, and you mentioned it early on in one of our earlier episodes, Jen, how you feel like I'm, co- I'm always kind of, like a cop when we're out and about. And I said, when I'm with my wife, my children, you know, and my children, uh, that's how I feel. I'm very protective because I know that there are going to be some people everywhere we go who look at us and just say, I don't agree with that lifestyle. Do I define it as a lifestyle? Absolutely not. Being, uh, being queer is not a fucking choice. I I do, you know, people need to realize that we are born this way. It's, the, the only choice is if you choose to live your authentic life or if you don't. Those are the two choices, right? You can right. do that. You can be authentic. You cannot. You can hide or you can be out and, and, and who you are. So, and, that's if you're, and that's if you're lucky enough to not be tainted into. What do you mean? So like all this news and, and, and I'm going way off topic with this and I, I kind of wanted to bring it up later on. But like the news, like mm-hmm. we were sitting here eating dinner earlier and. The news is on and, you know, anti-drag and tons of mm-hmm. drag, it's fucking you know, ridiculous. on the pictures of people in drag on TV. And, and I could just see Ryan looking over there like, what's going on? Like, he just has no idea. So when he hears like right. all, all he hears as a 12 year old boy is that's not right. Right. He doesn't know. He doesn't yep. judging the person. He doesn't know the context. Yep. He knows nothing about it. He doesn't care either way. He's just looking and all he's seeing is that's on TV and they're saying it's not right. So is so to me, now he's got that in the back of his mind, even though he might not be thinking that way or even ever be interested in something, you know, that that way, because he's pretty straightforward. He's pretty he's pretty basic kid. Um, he's not. But right. I'm just saying he was sitting there looking at it like. So now he's thinking whether or not we tell him or not, whenever mm-hmm. he sees somebody in drag, I think he's going to be like, well, that's, that's not right. right. We, whether or not he feels it, whatever, which way about it. Himself. No, he's, he's going to think, well, that's an, that's, that person is an outlaw. Exactly. And that's Do you know what, what I mean. Like this is illegal, isn't it? Why is this person doing that? That's wrong. He may not think it's morally wrong, but he will think it's 
legally wrong, which is what what they're trying and to that's convey. So but you know, it's funny. Up. It's just so it's messed, up. messed up. But the reason I wanted to talk about community is because of of my daughter, my six year old Sophia, had asked me the one night. Um, she said, "Mom," she goes, "So what's your podcast about?" Because she's like, "I want to listen to your podcast." And I said, well, I said, so if it's a little bit, you know, I said that the topics and I go, and you know how I talk, I go, I swear a lot, you you know, I don't listen to that. And she laughs, you know what I mean? Because she knows she always tells me not to swear. So, so I know. So she, she knows. So she goes, well, what's it about? And I'm like, how do I explain to a six year old? Right. We've talked about, um, we've talked about, uh, you know, what, uh, different families look like, obviously, because we, on this podcast, you and I have talked about in detail or at length, the amount of shit that, you know, my kids, especially, or my oldest, especially have, has gotten from other kids, again, whether they mean to be malicious or not, they still, you know, say things about her not having a dad all the time, which is really awkward. So it's something that she's come to, to, to accept and understand. And she, she gets excited. Oh, there's another, you know, um, student in her school in the great, the grade up from her, in second grade, who has um, two moms. And I was like, that's awesome. That's so cool. So she gets it. But as far as like, you know, talking in depth about um, the queer community and what we face, the adversity that we face, that's not something that, w- that we've really, you know, sat down and had a long discussion about. But of course, it, it, it's something that we will discuss as those as those situations arise, since she's already dealing with it clearly. But anyway, she asks, you know, well, what's the podcast about? And I said, well, I said, so do you realize that we're part of a community? And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, we're actually part of a community called the LGBTQ plus. I said, there's actually quite a number of letters um, that um, stands for people who live their lives differently than what you would you would see you know on any on most tv shows or in most books right we live our lives a little bit differently and she's like what do you mean and i said well i said like mommy and i for instance i go most of your friends have a mom and a dad do you know what i mean i said you have two moms i said that's a little bit different and that's what i mean we live differently i said families who have two dads you know what i mean um same thing i said there are there are all different types of of you know, ways our community is represented. I go, but either way, I said, did you know we belong to a really unique, really special community? And she's like, we do. And oh. I said, yes. I said, because people who live like us, we tend to stick together, you know? And she's totally enthralled, right? She's totally like, right. what's going on? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And I said, unfortunately, a lot of times the world doesn't look at us quite the same as they look at everybody else. Right. You know, and I said, and that's right. something I said, that's something Auntie Jen and I talk about on our podcast. And I said, we talk about people in our community and how we um, how we live and how to make the way we are and the way we live our lives more seem more normal to people who may not understand it. And she was like, that's really cool. I said, so, you know, all the rainbows you see in June. <laughs> You told her, I said, you know, how, you know, 
Yeah, I said, you know, all the rainbows you see, I said, that's a symbol for our community. I said, that's why mommy and I get so excited when we go someplace and you guys want all the rainbow stuff. That's <laughs> because cute. we're like, that's awesome. And she's like, that's cool. She's like, the rainbow is your... And I said, yes. I said, how freaking cool is that? So anyway, my six-year-old gets it. Everybody else needs to get on board. But I mean, it got me thinking about but, the word community and, and what it means to us, right? Right, but you really explained it to her in a very um, calm and basic, like, accepting, like, just, like, kind of like a storytelling way to make her feel like it was something to be proud of. And, um, (laughs) so, like, but that's because, but no, but and it is something to be proud of but like that's the way you explained it to her mm-hmm. and some because and I everybody don't want like, her to be ashamed right. but people, you know everybody should explain it to their kids or they should be taught that it's mm-hmm. not a negative thing it i no, honestly think it's it, not it just has such a negative like yes. heaviness to it it does it does because it's still and it's no just not fair say, it's, it's not fair it's to the kids fair. either because exactly. so you so on you know and on my end my son's watching the news being like oh my god like that's bad regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not he knows it's good mm-hmm. or not he still sees it you know mm-hmm. it sucks it sucks and, and and more kids need to have it explained to them like you just did mm-hmm you know, and and I think again, it, it you know, as we strive towards normalcy and acceptance, you know, like a, a true acceptance, um, it's it starts with making it like you said, not a negative thing. This is not a negative thing. Oh, we're different. We're different, and we get shit on all the time, honey. And we just have to get used to it. Well, because this is the way the world and, looks at us, and everybody's themselves. Tell you you're going to hell. All yes. labels have a negative. Of undertone all of, of them of course as any marginalized group right faces this same type of adversity if you are not part of the majority you you're you're damned basically right you know so i think the i think the important part is that from from this age you know our my 6 year old and our and our 3 year old twins instilling pride in them i think is important and saying we are unique and it is a good thing we are part of a really amazing uplifting supportive community do you know what i mean who is who is they don't even have to know you they don't have to know who you are but because you are part of that community you are family and i think that's what i've been missing my entire life like you said going to roxy's right was such a big deal for us because God, I used to get so excited. we could step in, we could step in the door and, and feel like we were with our own people. And I right, never understood you, that, Jen. I know. I don't know why I never understood I love, that I, until I was older. I like loved that place. Like I felt like I could just, it didn't matter what I looked like. It didn't matter what I no. like, was wearing. It didn't like, yes. I just felt like happy there. You could be you. You could and be And I didn't like you. have any... I had like people we knew, like acquaintances, acquaintances, but we didn't like have friends that hung out there regularly. We just couldn't wait to go there. Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. We made. And it friends. was just fun. We made friends there, but that's about we it. Did. We didn't know anybody. That, yeah, no, there was no one who brought us there and said, you know, continue to meet us here. We just went there, felt comfortable, and said, "Fuck it, we're just going to keep going back." Right. I but I think it. it goes. I think it goes back to again that feeling of community. So we had talked about in an earlier episode um, going to the Fletcher show and and making. Um, queer friends which we don't have many you know lesbian friends i know i don't i know you have more in albany than we do here i do i, I do like, have a lot you? of i do and you know what it's it's weird because i didn't like i didn't like go anywhere to 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 find them or they didn't really find me it just no right we brought we put ryan in a school and he just so happened to have two friends in his class that two separate families with two moms who are both married to other women. It was just mm -hmm. very comforting. And when you talk yeah. about community, that was, I was at a yeah. place at that time where I felt, um, I wasn't home. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I moved here. I moved to Albany from Buffalo to be, to live with Chrissy and Ryan was little and I felt out of place here. And it was just mm -hmm. weird because when I met these two women separately, you know, like I said, they're, they're actually <laughs> funny enough. They actually are best friends. I mean, they were married oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to men. Mm -hmm. They did not leave their husbands for each other. <laughs> they left their husbands for <laughs> different women. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much around the same time and their boys are the same age so it's like mm -hmm. <clears throat> I felt like I walked into like you said a community <clears throat> of people mm -hmm. in a Catholic school um, <clears throat> mm -hmm. who who made yeah, me feel not, like I was home the community we were used <clears throat> to yeah and it was, it was almost like <clears throat> I didn't feel alone anymore because mm -hmm. Because of what Chrissy does, <clears throat> I, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is shot, um, but it is, it's raspy. Um, but because when I, when I met people who were like me and I felt con like connected to them, not just because of, you know, our sexual identity or whatever, our, you know, orientations, um, but I felt like I was welcome in a place I didn't, I didn't think I would feel welcomed. It took that as a sign mm -hmm. and I'm still very good friends with them to this day. Actually, Ryan moved into another school and one of the boys lives in our neighborhood and they go to school together still. And it's like a really, really amazing relationship. And he feels like he has like a, a brother in a way. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. weird. They, they face the same challenges and they stick up for each other and, they don't really deal with a lot. I have to say they don't, but they're, you know, they got each other's backs. They're very right. similar. And that's, that's right. part of community. And that's kind of what I'm watching play out with my son. Who's, you know, five years older than your, than your kids, than, mm -hmm. than your oldest. But <clears throat> I'm watching him be part of that community. Right. Do you, do you, 
You which know is I mean? amazing. You're, yes, they're by they're a part of the community by extension, which I think is the important thing for them to understand. You know, um, I think I've mentioned it before, but at work we have like a kind of like a pride group, you know, for the Northeast where we all communicate and stuff and people share ideas and information and we celebrate, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, it's like a support group or a resource group almost um, that that chats every day. So it's a really cool group, but um, someone had uh, posted something for a kid's summer camp. And literally my thought, Jen, was, oh my God, it's an inclusive camp for kids who belong to this community. It was not. It was a normal summer camp. They were just saying for your, you know, anybody looking for a summer camp for their kids. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Because um, here in Buffalo or in the surrounding area, right, there's um, there's a, a couple of camps that that like specifically that they have they host kids with specific circumstances. Right. Obviously, there are inclusive Cradle camps Beach. that um, Cradle Beach is fantastic. It's a it's an inclusive camp that um, any kid, regardless of of income, regardless of uh, yeah, capabilities, regardless of anything, can attend this camp. They have a wheelchair accessible treehouse, really cool stuff. Anyway, they um, there's another camp that is for um, children who've lost a parent serving in the in the military. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, when when I was exposed to that, I thought, how amazing is that? Because no one understands, no normal kid understands what those children are experiencing right it's not it's not possible it's different on so many levels and how amazing is it for those kids to connect with kids who are going through the same thing like that's it's it's beautiful you know and when that summer when I thought that that summer camp was for kids in the queer community, I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. Because think about it. Kids who have queer parents, kids who are themselves queer, right? Or, um, or non-binary or trans or something, those kids to be around kids who understand and who are not close-minded. And even if they themselves don't identify the same way, they're accepting because they realize that not everybody is cut from the same fucking cookie cutter. And that's right. okay. It's almost like, it's almost like they're, that to they me, can, they can be, be unapologetically themselves. It allows yes. them to be themselves, not on yes. guard. Now, in this country, unfortunately, and many other countries as well, I'm sure, but in this country specifically at this point in time, I would start. I would start a camp like this, but I'm so concerned for the safety of the children. I think I I just, I am so scared right now, which is so unfortunate. Um, but I think a lot of people in our community are scared and I think it's okay to acknowledge that. Um, but I think it's, it's so scary now how much hate people are willing to show. So not just feel it, but how much hate they're willing to show right. towards I mean, and aim what, at people in our community you, is disgusting. And it's what if we what if we took it down a notch and doesn't have to necessarily be a camp, but maybe a mm-hmm. support group, like an like a support group. That's the like thing. Family, or would you make it like an online community, community night? Or, uh, yeah, like you know, if you do a community night or a, um, 
I mean, it's an idea. Host, yeah, something like that. I mean, I think that's what we need more of. I, where I live, I think so too. I live in like a really weird area, so like mm-hmm. I could see something come <laughs> together on a smaller level, but like I live in like clusters, and every like I'm in upstate New York, um, like Saratoga area. Mm-hmm. So like Saratoga, so Saratoga, New York, or Saratoga County, and it's like farmland, and then you hit a, like a patch of like mm-hmm. little shopping centers, and then you go a little farther, and then you're like back out in a farm, and like it's mm-hmm. industrial <laughs> areas, and then there's like some really pretty areas on like the Hudson, <laughs> the Mohawk River, and then there's like nothing. It's just so weird. It's not. Yeah, very it's a quaint. mixed bag. It's yeah, it's not like it's it not ha- all suburban. It's some rural. It's some. It's a, it is a mix. It's like it's so crazy to me, like how intertwined everybody is in this area. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like small town, everybody knows everybody. Yes, but it's it is just, right. It's because so harsh. Doesn't, well, where the city I live in is like the small city in New York State. Um, so yeah, it is actually the small city in New York state. Um, however, I mean, um, I'm kind of like on the outskirts of it. So, I mean, you, we could do something like that here, right? We could, I'm not going to get a great turnout because everybody knows everybody and everybody knows everybody who's, if they don't know, you know, they know their brother, sister, mother's their cousin, they're 30. I don't know, whatever. Um, it's, it's crazy how I meet one person and that person's like, Oh, you know, this person, Oh wait, and you know, this, this, and this, this person on this, uh, like nobody's, it's just so weird how everything's connected. It's not nothing mm-hmm. like Buffalo. It's nothing like Buffalo. No. Buffalo is the no. perfect so area because and it's small it would be. and people are aware of each other, mm-hmm. but they're not on top of each other in a spread no, out area it's so weird right but so you would have to do it's I, different you definitely so, get away with it yeah i would have you would, would actually really have, have a turnout plan yes of oh god yeah i think we would and i think we would just have to map out what it would look like but it's an idea i mean i'm floating it out there if somebody wants to come up with it and run with it that's awesome i'll, but, I'll help you or in your area I'll come home. if you want to do something like that i don't i can't <laughs> I, I honest honestly even like her gay pride is like interesting lame. i don't want to say lame um it's lack like i'm glad they it do it it feels like it should be but it's not i just feel like it could be different like i really hate that there's right. one day where they're just like oh everybody's gay and then the next day everybody's like oh like i just i feel like it's just like stupid <sighs> that they do it here i don't know i think what you mean is it's leaving something to be desired it's just it it's just stupid, like because that like no everybody gets together, everybody it's like it's like everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, you know, and then it's just it's an opportunity for a party. I got you. And I get it, and I'm glad they recognize it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, at least it's not outlawed yet, like it is in like it's well, like they're trying to in Florida. My God, could it you- doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me why they have to to outlaw like why it just doesn't know. make any sense so like 
when you look at the big picture, now I think I do this a lot. Like I started, I was, it was a tip from a counselor that I was seeing Mm -hmm. um, a little bit ago. And the counselor was like, when you get anxious and you get like really like overwhelmed, pull yourself out, like pull out, like pull yourself out of the like universe. Just like look down at yourself in the world. Like, okay. Imagine you're like, like you're looking at the world from above. Right. Right. What does it matter? I know. I know. You are just this little and she, she wasn't like downplaying me or right. she wasn't like saying that I don't matter or my opinions yeah. don't matter. But what right. she was saying is that whole world, you pull yourself out. What, what does it matter? Yep. Grand scheme of things. And I, I don't think it's belittling. I think it's accurate. It's what astronauts describe what they feel when they go to space. And they look down at the I didn't even know Earth. that. Yeah. And that's how she kind of explained it. She's like, when you get really, really overwhelmed, or yeah. you feel like the world is ending. She's like, just pull yourself out and like, look down. I do yeah. it all the time. I like pull myself out of this house. Like I'm just like looking down. Like it's just a house. It's, it's just like, stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's not, a, it's not like an existential crisis, but at the same time, it's, it's like looking at yourself and saying, I am so small and as small as I am in this whole world, my problems are this specific, you know, thing right or issue or experience or feeling is even smaller and i just need to put it into perspective that type of feel yeah that's basically what she was trying to accomplish with me and and it it worked i mean i still think about it i still think about it like i was just like okay okay calm down it's like Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think I think that is a good way of looking at things. And again, like you said, not to say, hey, this this means nothing. It's not that it means nothing because your feelings are valid. And my impact is going to be left. Right, right. But it kind of helps you recenter yourself. Right. And and. I don't know, like. um, Just gives you a, a new perspective or a better perspective on the like, significance of, of, you know, that particular thing that that's causing the, the anxiety or the panic. Right. So my point is, is like, what does this matter? Right. Like, what are these congressmen doing? What are they wasting their energy on? Oh, like, everybody loves what, to waste energy on what other but people it are doesn't, doing. But when you look at it from like that perspective and yes. the fact that we're just like one tiny corner, not even yep. an eighth of the world, like we're literally what what do our what why i know like what i know it's just it's a very odd um it's a very odd obsession it is we may or may not have touched on that last time when we kind of got into hey you know what is what is with um the 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 all-on attack on our community and i think it is. It's this really strange is what it feels like to us. It's this really strange invasion of our privacy to no end. For what reason? I don't know why anybody like, cares what anybody else is doing um, or how anyone else is living. We are not hurting anybody. I you know don't what's you know what, it. though, Deanna, you know what is hurting me mm-hmm. it is those congressmen going on TV and on the news and 
bashing it. Yeah. Or or making criminalizing it or making it feel like it's illegal or now that to me is like it's almost like a double standard it is and and i don't think it's in an effort to save us you know i don't think it's in an effort to save us from our own sins (laughs) i don't think you care yeah i don't think you care about me and and at the end of the day you're watching porn probably with you're probably either you're watching (laughs) either you're watching two women make out and have sex or you know i guarantee you you're a pervert (laughs) right and you have illegal downloads on your computer child porn Mm -hmm. or they're closeted or like the one like the one oh my god who is it it's the fucking governor of fucking tennessee remember who was oh, um who was this, interacting with the with with gay men on social media from his professional account from his blue check fucking professional certified verified account it just it really he's like commenting on and and liking um posts from really gay men like 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 very effeminate gay men you know what i mean so it's not like it's uh you didn't know it's like, dude, what are you doing? They confronted him about it. There are interviews, people. If you you can find them, there are interviews with this just, with this governor, and he says, "Oh, uh, they're my constituents." You know, I'm just connecting with bullshit. Are we that stupid? Come on. I know, and it it just doesn't make any sense to me with the way people are, the way people no. do things. Like, like just, if you don't like that it... about yourself, if you feel a certain way, and it's not straight, and you don't like it. I am so sorry, but don't fucking take out your hatred for yourself on the rest of us who are trying to live our lives happily and peacefully. Get the but fuck. at the end of the day, does it matter who you sleep with? Like, yes, to some people, apparently it, it does. But why? Like, <laughs> I don't it know. Just doesn't, it doesn't does it matter. Like if Bob down the street wants to wear a dress, I really don't care. Like I really that's don't why give he's a shit. comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, why are we what? I almost feel like we're putting it on like spotlight. Like Yes. Oh, and, absolutely. And it's only mm-hmm. making our kids like not necessarily my son, but like the adolescents just rebel mm-hmm. against it. and they're actually it's it's kind of like a revolt. Like they're some of them are like revolting against like the revolution. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yes. yes. And they almost like they're going too far. Yep. And yep. it's and then and then that comes a whole other set of morals and uh, I know. it's just so much wasted energy. Why don't we like think about taking care of each other instead of constantly trying to run everybody else's lives? No. Why don't we worry can't... about feeding our neighbors and oh my god, mm-hmm. putting a smile on somebody's face instead of wondering why george is wearing a dress like i I just don't care i don't care either it's a very weird thing to be obsessed with and a very weird thing to be attacking at this point in life especially when our economy is a disaster and everything else within within our country is you know uh very unstable it's a very weird thing to start um to start going after but it does seem like a distraction and i think a lot of people would agree um you know what's like wizard of oz pay no attention to that man behind the curtain like look over here look over here right and look at how wrong this is while something else is going on right in front of us 
but the media is obsessed with this drag yeah. shows. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? It's almost but like... I think it is a distraction from something much, much bigger. I mean, that's the conspiracy theorist in me as well. Right. Um, but I mean, look at what's going on with the collapse of the economy. Like, it's a disaster. But it's it is not, literally it's global. a dumpster it's, fire. It's just global, though. It's like yeah. we are... But and then it's kind of funny because I always think, like, all right, so... Who set this world up like this? I like, know. We just, like, what does it matter? And, like, honestly, like, I get it. Like, we have money and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like, you're born with nothing and you leave with nothing. So it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just make the most of your time while you're here and stop wasting it trying to take other people down. And stop being an asshole. Like that's, I w- that's the key. That's the key. I think I was just talking to Sophia about that. My my oldest again about that tonight too. I think that came up. Shit. What were we talking about? I'll have to remember. But we were talking about something with um, um, bringing people down. And isn't the point? Uh, the, the the book she was reading us. Uh, but isn't the point of life? You know, to to bring to lift other people up. Like, you know, when, when kids in her class, um, get like an award or something like that. And I'm always like, so what'd you say to them? Do you know what I mean? Like, did you say awesome job? Like, you know what I mean? Did you congratulate them or did you share with them that you were excited for them? Because I think that's important. I think that's huge for kids to learn. And I always say, cause we're happy when other people do well. Right. You right. Know what I mean? Well, that, that brings me like, to, yes. uh, that, and, and that, so let me, I'm going to let you finish. But no, I, that's all I got for that. Right. So. <laughs> So your 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 daughter, you know, she's younger. She's like I said, mm-hmm. five years younger than than Ryan, and uh, Ryan's in middle school. So we're we're talking totally different. In five years, we're gonna you're gonna be like, oh my god, I can't even believe you had to go through that. Right, <laughs> so right. It's like, um, but these lessons that we're teaching our kids are relevant in all areas. So. What you just said, what your friend got an award. What did you say? Did you congratulate that, that yeah. friend? Mm-hmm. Great lesson. Right. And that's what we all want our kids to do. Right. You know, and, and my son's very competitive and he's got a great group of friends. And, you know, one of the things that the school does is they list the top 10 kids in yes. the class. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan is one of the top kids in of his class. Of course. No, is. not of course. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when He's I saw it, kid. when I looked at it, I never, you never, expected, never it? expected to see his name. <laughs> and when I saw his name, my eyes filled with tears. I was like, yeah. no way. I, and I am, you know me. I don't yes. cry. No. I'm sitting at my computer and I'm looking at this and I'm like, what? Like that's fucking awesome. So I'm like overly emotional. I'm like so excited for him, and you know I'm telling everybody and blah blah blah. He comes home from school, and he's like, I go, he's I, a couple of his buddies are up there. So like you know, I said they're all really happy for each other, and he's like, well, so and so said that I shouldn't be out. You you shouldn't have made it. Oh he, f- fuck like, so and so. I'm well, sorry. no, 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 because the kid comes from a great family. Oh, okay. Right? And 
But he tells Ryan, you shouldn't have made it. Right. Well, listen, so I'm, I ha- here's what I'm getting to. And I kind of, it's kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about tonight. Okay. Um, so I said, I'm like, okay, well, you know, he goes, well, I should have made it before you. You're not as smart as me. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I know no, the kid was kind fucked. of, well, the kid was probably kind of busting his chops because oh, okay. they have a great friendship. They're good friends. Like they're, it's a good group of friends. Like they're not. They're 12 years old. Okay. I'm not whatever. But so I sat on it for a minute and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tell that doesn't feel like a joke. to I I know. Well, you know, he was fine. It's okay because they're kids. And Mm. and this is my I'm getting to this point where I said to to Ryan, I'm like, well, are you okay with it? He's like, yeah, I go. Well, honey, you did deserve it. You Mm -hmm. you definitely worked hard to achieve it. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, you're damn. You know, I go, what did so-and-so say? And he's like, they were like, oh, you congratulate. Everybody was congratulating me. I'm like, that's so good. Well, I sat on it for a minute and I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of glad that this happened to him. And I'm going to explain why. So I text the kid's mom. And I say, hey, just wanted to let you know, this is what so-and-so said to Ryan. Mm -hmm. I am not upset about it. But I feel like if Ryan said this to your son, I would want you to know. I mean, I would want you to tell me. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying. So I said, if if Ryan said this to your son, I would want you to tell me. Right. I go. So please don't take this out of context. I just want you to know that they felt this way and they said this to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like five minutes later. The kid was in my driveway. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Which with, is good. Which is right that's in my good driveway parenting. with his mother. Yeah. Called Ryan outside and genuinely apologized good. and congratulated him. Good. And they played and basketball and it was over with. Right. Yep. And you have to squash it like that. And you have to make it sorry, but the, the apology is awkward as it may feel. And I know you, you have talked about making Ryan do that, you know, somewhat recently as well. As awkward as it may feel, guess what? You're not good. You don't have to feel it again. And if you, if you make the right decisions next time and don't know, do that shit again, the kids you know are learning. Saying? So they're my, learning, of course, right, but my it's point a is good the, thing. That's good parenting. But in the, in the, the world that we live in with the mental health crises that yes. we have, um, the way that our kids are growing up, it was so amazing. I'm glad that that happened to right. Ryan because I wanted him to experience okay that not sure. always being accepted, not always being congratulated, and learning how to accept an apology and move on. Yeah, for and sure. Like no, I said, I they, agree. That's the good. kid apologized. He stayed and they played basketball. He left. They're fine. It's water under the bridge. What we teach our kids, the people, like some of the parents, I know, mm-hmm. some kids' parents, I know, not my friends, not people I are in my world, but I know them. They would have bashed the parent. Well, they're saying this about you and putting all these things in their heads, mm. not pulling it to the parents' attention. Not and helpful. My concern wasn't necessarily how the child made Ryan feel because I, like I said, I don't want him to feel accepted all the time i like that he's not because, right. because i don't think does any kid feel accepted all the time well i, feel I don't like know I'm sure they're out there i'm, I'm sure, sure there. i'm sure there are i know some really happy-go-lucky kids 
mm-hmm. but it doesn't last forever. And they need to learn how to cope. Right. And both of my course. son and the other kid had a great life lesson right there. Mm-hmm. They're at the age where they're going to remember how that made them feel, both of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad about it. I'm really like, right happy because i mean it's not something to be at happy least a about lesson no mm-hmm. but at least but a lesson was learned from it on on all sides both sides real life lessons really hit hard and if they're dealt with the right way you can actually raise really good kids mm-hmm. and i was uncomfortable sending that text message <laughs> but i wanted but i wanted to make sure that they talked to the kid because what if he was really upset with himself? You know, what if he felt like he wasn't good enough and he was just, re, you know, reaching and going out, lashing yeah, out at Ryan that's because a, he's that's a, a good point. So he clearly had some. I mean, I would say for sure that's indicative of him feeling some sort of way about himself, you know, lacking some sort of confidence or some sort of reinforcement or something himself. So in that, and this kind of brings me to another topic and I, I'm, I'm kind of owning this and I apologize. I will whatever I wanted to say something else happened at Ryan's school. Now he goes to a great school. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but the other, he was called down to the, the principal's office and he didn't do anything wrong. Well, he did do actually, he actually, he did do something wrong, but we need to, we need more of this in our lives. What I'm right. about to say, he saw something. And he didn't say anything. Uh, and the principal called him down and was like, hey, I know you saw it. <laughs> Why didn't you say something? Okay. We looked at the cameras. I know you saw it. You need to say something if you see something. You cannot be uncomfortable. You need to tell us. Okay. And that hit me in two ways. I'm really happy that they did that. Absolutely. Because they're teaching yeah. my kid. You say something, I don't care if it's your friend or if you don't know, you say something, you, 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 you see something, you say something. Right. You know? Yep. Um, but it also made me feel like, okay, he doesn't want to be drawing attention to himself. Of course. But here's the deal. We talk about communities, right? Like there are different types of communities. We have the queer community. You have your work community. You have your community that you live directly in. You have your family as a community, right? Your school is, is another community that you belong to. And as a member of a community, you have a responsibility and you have, you play an important role, right? And there's an accountability, you know, as a member of a community. And I think that's what the school was reinforcing with him and saying, hey, we know you saw this. We know you witnessed it. You needed to say something. As a member of this community, it is, it's on you, right? Right. To say something and, and bring attention to that, no matter how uncomfortable it might be, because it, it is for the betterment of our entire community that we know about a situation like this. And I don't know what the situation is. I'm assuming you'll tell me later. But <laughs> I mean, it was it, it wasn't anything for an alarm, but, but you it know was... what I'm saying? But it doesn't matter. Right. Because no matter how big or small it is, that's that's something that we struggle with in society every day. It, it, that's my point with in the whole like roundabout way with the community. Mm-hmm. When you feel comfortable or when you know you're around people who are supporting you, mm-hmm. you know, 
life doesn't have to be that hard and life isn't that hard. Yes. And all of these people I'm realizing that are watching, I'm watching Ryan grow up and I'm watching your kids grow up and the way you speak to them and the way that we, you know, interact with our children and other people's kids. We, we actually are building a community where we could change the way things are. That's what we hope, right? But we're dealing with the repercussions in our community of, you know, a really bad time. And we, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody recognizes this or realizes, you know, you and I were forties, you mm-hmm. know, I'm 41, you're 41. Um, we we're like the, like, I don't know how to put it, but we're like, we're like the first generation of like out. Yeah. Yes. We're like who, um, who kind of may not have been able to be out at a young age. Like, you know, a lot of, um, kids now listen, not that they're necessarily able to be, but you do find that percentage of kids now is much higher um, than it was when we were young, as far as, you know, um, kids who belong to the, the queer community and are open about it or out. Um, so like we're, we're but I kind think, of, yeah, our community, like we, we have a lot of later in life, you know, right. um, and the way I look at it mm-hmm. and it's going to be kind of crazy, but like, we're like the whip, the first women who were allowed to vote, right. you know, like from like looking back in, in history, we're like, mm-hmm. Like, that's how monumental I think our, like, I, you know, lifestyle and ways of living in our day and age is going to be to our kids. Right. We're going to be like. I mean, I hope, I hope so. I hope we're setting a good example. And I hope, like you said, we're kind of paving the way for, um, for our kids to be the generation that really makes you know, positive change towards acceptance and positive change towards just being able to be peaceful and not so full of hate and not so full of, or not so focused on forcing our own, you know, beliefs. Cause that's what it is. And it, because it's of all like being the... forced uh, other people's beliefs being forced on us and saying, well, you're, you're, con- you know, you're, you're damned, you're condemned, you're going to hell. I don't give a fuck. Uh, by the way, every other re- every other religion thinks I'm going to hell anyway because I don't follow their religion. So exactly, I, like what the fu- wh- at what point do you say one of us is right, one of us is wrong? You know what I mean? Or maybe we can't prove any of this scientifically, religion wise. So let's just agree to disagree and shut the fuck up. Mind and your own business about honest, what you believe, and let right. me live my life peacefully. In in all honesty, Mm -hmm. I mean, heaven and hell is all relative anyway. (laughs) It's so great to like think about. Right. But what I think, like I said, I have no idea, but what I envision Mm -hmm. is you, did you watch, um, oh my God, what was that movie? The Disney movie, um, Soul. I didn't. No, we started to, but I did not watch it. No. So. Very boring. You know, my kids, my kids only watch Jurassic right. Park and very, Jurassic World. Very, yeah. very boring. It, it, it's not a kid movie that your kids would like. I, I mean, I was like falling asleep, but I was so fascinated by the concept mm-hmm. of soul. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think yeah, that's, that's the main character passes away, right? That's the whole premise. Well, no, I don't want to give it away. Okay. Because if some, no, it's, it's just, so like imagine, so they have like, this... first of all, our friend Keisha is going to die laughing when she listens to this. Cause apparently I, I over explain, um, when I give like a synopsis of a movie or a show, apparently I give the entire thing away. So <laughs> well, she's mean to me. So <laughs> she, she mean, she's mean to me. I don't, I don't care. I'll give it away she's for her. She's mean to me. Nobody knows me who tells me to stop talking. <laughs> I don't think anybody told you to stop I'm talking. I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. Um, but, but what I'm saying is, so like the whole premise it's an of that, interesting premise. it's if you, if you ever thought of, like, I think a lot about this, like what, what does happen? Like, obviously your energy, your energy just does, does not die. Like it right. just, it, right. Mm-hmm. So and scientifically, right. We can, we can find proof of that. And I firm, I like really really believe in like soul energy and like soul connections and like finding soulmates and i really do i really mm-hmm. believe that um you know it just in, in, in the movie soul just kind of paints the whole picture for you right um like kind of like what happens hmm. when you're when you're born or when you're when you're dying or whatever like i that's just how it was a beautiful analogy. Um, the movie was extremely boring. <clears throat> oh, but okay. I mean, to me, it was. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I just like the. I guess it really wasn't boring, but it wasn't like one of those. Well, not if you got like a message. That I did you get a message out of it, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, no, I did get a message. It just wasn't one of those ones, though. Like I gotta watch it again. I'm just gonna watch those I parts. Um, but like, it sounds interesting. I mean, but at I the end of the synopsis. Like our energy doesn't die and your imprint doesn't necessarily die. Everybody leaves an imprint in the world. hundred percent. When we are right now, we're leaving, you know, a digital imprint. And when we're gone, people might be legacy, like uh, people, this is what people remember of you. And I think it's funny when people are full of hate and when people shove their ideas down your throat and you're like, this is what you're, this is your legacy. That's what you're leaving behind. Hatred. That's sad. No, and it. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, none of us re- right know for sure what's what's real. You know what I do know is real karma. <laughs> I, yeah, I believe it and all. She's a bitch. I believe and she's that. She's swift too. Yeah, Taylor Fa- like, Swift. Not, yeah, like T Swift, but but she can be very quick. You know, she has a song named Karma, right? Like. Oh, yes, of course she does. Uh, Of course. Yes. I thought that's what you were referring to when you said swift. Oh, no. I mean, swift, like fast, like quick and 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 precise. Oh, you would have think I thought you were referencing the song. Anyway, maybe I should have been. Maybe I missed a really good chance to reference. It was really good for all the Swifties. It really was. Yeah, she totally blew it blew it the music the the dj over here just totally (laughs) blew it um but seriously i feel like you know as a community i think we you know this might sound stupid and people are like oh okay whatever but we're leaving a digital imprint for the community and Mm -hmm. what they do with it 
maybe things will be completely different in 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully. try to outlaw it. Good but Lord. all these... Oh, hopefully in a good way, yeah. But I all think, All these you know, people who have all these opinions and they're literally wasting their energy and making a terrible digital imprint for themselves. Yep. Um, it just makes no sense to me. No, it's sad for them. And then, you know, it's sad, but it's also like complex and it's just like, why? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Just go to your house and swim in your pool and shut up. Like, eat your sandwich. <laughs> eat your sandwich. <laughs> Drink, Drink your, your Bud Light and just shut up because you <laughs> Why know you both think of that at the same time. Drink your Bud Light, shut your mouth, and just, I mean, I just don't understand why it has to be so... I don't get it either. And, you know, like, I, and I, I always talk about this, and I constantly talk about this, but because of the, the negative connotation that comes with being queer, mm-hmm. you always have to second guess, like... Yes. Certain things like, oh, like, I shouldn't say that to my friend or... No, yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, if I hug her, she's going to think I like... like yes, it, we literally have a, mic- a microscope on ourselves because it is... Because we do not want to be misunderstood and we don't want to come across as who everybody fears we are. And it sucks. And it sucks because I'm realizing that... And I shouldn't say everybody. That's very general. I apologize. But you know what I mean? Well, like, it sucks because I, I do realize like I looked, you know, at my friend when I was away that week, you know, that past weekend, that weekend I was talking about earlier. In the yeah. Podcast. Yeah. The girls weekend. Yeah. And I was like, if I wasn't gay, like. I wouldn't feel awkward. And like saying that to so right. or like if I. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter to me. Like, you are who yeah, you are I to wouldn't. me. I, you are who you are to me. And the younger me, the baby gay me, would have been nervous about that. Me now, I I just, I, I feel like I'm a lot, obviously a lot more secure in, in myself, who I am now. I wouldn't give a shit if, I mean, she's friends with you because of you. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's not even just her, but like even the other friends. Like, I'm like, but who gives a shit about them? But because of that, because I have the ability, I guess, to to want to share my life with another woman, because I don't necessarily think it's a gift. I think it's oh, it is a gift, Jen. Whatever. I just think it's let's be real. It just thinks it's just it's not even an ability. It's just like that's the way my life. It's like a super that's how I'm ability. comfortable. <laughs> I I'm constantly very. I am conscious of everything myself. Other people around me are not. Um, you know, but necessarily as, as but I constantly yeah. am like thinking, oh my God, well, maybe I, I shouldn't do that. And I it know sucks. this goes back to one of our earlier episodes when you had your kind of, you know, aha moment. Yeah. And it like when I get around people that I don't know yes. very well, I am now a baby gay. Yes, Again, I'm back still, into. Yes, but, it's but still hard I, for you to accept who you are. You're still coming to terms with that, and you're still kind of navigating that. So it and, makes sense that you feel that way. And I have to like reach this level of like complete and crazy trust with mm-hmm. somebody before I let them in completely. Right. And you already know who 
is in completely because you know what I mean? Like I have, right. I have friends. Yeah. Like but then an, I have like my circle. Yeah. But course. then I have my people. Yep. And sometimes I think that's actually hard for Chrissy. What do you mean? Which is, she's completely wired differently than me. She has different thoughts, processes. She's sure. She's just lived a different life than I have. Mm. And the fact that we can navigate life together you know, on a daily basis without mm-hmm. killing each other is awesome. Is a beautiful thing. <laughs> but because we're so different, it does bring up a lot of topics in the in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Because I face a lot of those baby gay awkwardness things. And, and we uh, and to be clear, I mean, we all do. But I think what you're describing is like just a general... You know, I'm not sure what these people are going to think of me just because of this, you know, or like, and I think I'm at the point in my life where I honestly, I I really don't care as much. Right. But so like for me, I think I typically would have or could be a very affectionate person. Right. But I'm not. And I with like, I, I've never known you to be an affectionate person, but I'm not. Because of my, <laughs> neither am I. Then <laughs> you aren't either. Probably because of your. Yes, I'm sure it is. Yes, of course. Underlying I think that fear is a thing. of being mistaken for feeling a certain way that I do not. And it's so. But even if you have an emotional love for a friend, yeah. Like you, I still bury. Like I am like terrible i'm like terrible with with myself about this Mm -hmm. and it's because of society it's It's because of society yes it's compulsory heterosexuality compat and we'll talk about that i think at length on another episode do you Um, think though honestly what do you honestly think that other people's like do you think, actually, I don't want to say this, other queer couples, other queer um, people, you know, we, we almost manifest this because mm-hmm. we're so afraid. Yeah. I, right? th- I think it all has to, I think it all goes back to how we, the society in which we were raised, you know? Like I said, we're the, I think, I honestly got to think we're the first generation. Mm-hmm. We're the first ones, I think, who are really trying to to really break through. I think the generation before us, you know, you have, I mean, the 70s and 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 eh, Stonewall and drugs. everything. And they were just trying to to they were trying to get people to to acknowledge that they existed. You know what I mean? And, and to stop physically um, attacking the way they did right if anybody watched uh, a league of their own on netflix or no on amazon prime um it kind of shows what it looked like it was basically speakeasies became uh, you know once uh, prohibition was over it was kind of like gay bars were like speakeasies it's the exact same thing it was hidden they were hidden they you needed a password you needed to know somebody to get in and then if the if the the police found out about it they would raid it and beat the shit out of anybody they could, they could find, 
you know, and it, it is really, um, it's a sad time. And and that's what, you know, Stonewall was all about, right? Most of, most of our, our, our people listening probably are familiar with the Stonewall riots. And, and most uh, that was basically saying, listen, we're not going to take the beatings anymore. This is absurd. We exist. We are here. Treat us as human beings and, and cut the shit. And here we are again. I mean, seriously, you know, at the end of the day, who makes you have an in orgasm? In 2023. What does it matter? Dealing with the same shit. Who you want to do your life with, who you want to be tied to for the rest of your life, and who love you want to love. make you feel, you know, <laughs> pleasure yeah. in that way is yeah, honestly. It's who you connect with. And why does it bother anybody else? It's what so does it matter? Weird. Mm-hmm. What does it matter? It really doesn't matter. Like, really, who is it affecting? And if you don't want to be around it, then don't be around it. Then don't like, be around it. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Yep. And we deal with way too much bullshit. For real. And we continue to. So that's what we're going to do is keep working towards, you know, talking through some issues and talking through things. Um, we'll put something up on, on, on our Instagram, Queer Vice Podcast. Um, is our Instagram handle and um, let us know, you know, what community means to you. What, what is, what's, what do you feel is the most important community that you belong to and, and why, what's your connection to that community? We'll post something so you guys can respond, but um, reach out to us. We have uh, the Instagram, we have um, TikTok, which I always say, I swear we'll get to. And you know what? It's just email. It's just one of those things. It is. We'll get there eventually. Well, we're uh, we, we both we're, have day jobs. <laughs> well, we do have day jobs. We also have kids and wives. And yeah. Um. But and the thing life. is, I have, um, we we have planning that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking this as season one, so we're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is season one. We're going to do twenty episodes, and then we're going to be like. Let's take a break and we want all of your feedback mm-hmm. so that we can make this very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, and again, part of the community, right? We're trying to support each other. We're trying to lift each other up. We We're can be the community. To, yeah. We can, we can bring the community together through this. Absolutely. And that's the idea. So, you know, we want to connect with you guys as much as possible. Um, so reach out to us. Uh, Queer Vice Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and of course, Instagram. Or you can just message me. I'm really bored. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not bored, but at like 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock at night, I'm just scrolling TikTok. So just send me a message. Uh, Rosie. Just send us a message Fletcher. on your personal account. <laughs> Anybody. Why who gives a shit? Drew Barrymore, please. <laughs> <laughs> Drew. <laughs> I love Drew. Eh, who doesn't? She, she is really amazing. I know she is. Anyways, okay. But yes, reach out to us and have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Bye.